Welcome to Harvest Time. My name is Chris Harper, and our host on this program is Pastor Gary Walton, the lead pastor of Harvest Baptist Church. Every week, we spend these 25 minutes together telling you the stories of our church by interviewing our members and other friends of the ministry. We'd invite you to join us at Harvest Baptist Church this week. There are two services on Sunday, 8.45 a.m. and 10.45 a.m. We offer Japanese and Korean translation at the 10.45 a.m. service. and That's also when we live stream at hbcguam.org, hbcguam.org. This week, we continue our series, 10 Foolish Things People Do to Mess Up Their Lives, this time in Exodus 20.13, commandment number six, cheapening the value of life. Let's begin today's harvest time by welcoming Pastor Gary Walton. Hi, Pastor. Hey, half a day, Chris. We're coming to a transition in our study of the Ten Commandments. Uh, you might, uh, and that's what we've been doing for a few months now through the through the fall months. This series on Exodus chapter twenty. Um, you might uh, have noticed that the first four commandments deal with um, people's uh, relationship with God. And, uh, and then we're making this transition now to our relationship with other people. So we started out with our relationship with our parents, honor our father and mother, and now this, uh, this sixth commandment is really how do we treat other people and uh, very specifically God's value for life. And so we've got some interesting things that we're going to look at as we uh, walk through this very short verse, Exodus twenty thirteen. but it's full of important information for us and teaching for us. And we'd invite you to come and join us as we continue on in this series. Well, we have a very special privilege to have some special people to us here at Harvest uh, here on island for a few weeks, well, maybe a couple months now, and uh, we invited Pastor Sonny and Lena Paddock from Pompeii if they would come and be with us on uh, harvest time. So first of all, let me give you a very warm harvest welcome to both of you. Thank you. Yeah, thank you very much. Pastor uh, Sonny and, and Mrs. Paddock have been serving the Lord as pastor and wife uh, at Capital City Baptist Church in, in Pompeii. Uh, how long have you been there now, Pastor? Yeah, I was, uh, I was ordained in 2001 okay. by the church men. And then in 2006, I was ordained by the Worldwide New Testament Baptist Mission okay. as a missionary. Yeah. So I've been ministering for almost 30 years. Yeah. yeah. Before I was ordained, I was already working, serving the Lord, you know. So I've been there for quite a while. Yeah, yeah I think uh, I checked. Uh, Harvest has been supporting you yeah. as a missionary out yeah. of Harvest Baptist Church for more than a little bit over 20 years. 20 I think years, we started yeah. right around yeah. in 2003. That's correct, yeah. Uh, of course, our relationship of harvest with yeah. you has been longer than that and right. we're so thankful for the long-term friendship and mm. partnership in the ministry uh, and thankful for what God's done through you uh, there in Pompeii and in other locations. Mrs. Paddock, you are a teacher at Calvary, uh, Christian, Calvary Christian Academy, is that right? Yes, sir. Okay. Uh, how long have you been there teaching there? I've been teaching there since 1980. 
Wow. Yeah. That is a few years. <laughs> yes. Yeah, wow. Well, thank you for your yeah. faithfulness. And uh, I know I've, of course, I we have lots of contacts with uh, young people that then come to Harvest Baptist Bible College from the school yeah. there. And I know your influence in others has been very dramatic in their lives. So we're really grateful for that. You're actually here for some medical uh, concerns, right, yeah. Pastor? Would, would you be willing to share a little bit of about that with us? Well, they... When we were in Bombay, they amputated my, you know, my foot, one toe, the yeah. fourth toe, my foot. So they recommended me that I should come here and seek more, with some help here. Yeah, you started having yeah. some trouble in the, in the summer, summer, right? Summer, right. So that's why we came. Yeah. So they admitted us at the... Um, at the Guam Memorial Hospital, yeah. Yeah. And then Dr. Prince, because when we were in Ponape, they just cut half of the toe. Huh? Mm -hmm. So we came here, and then Dr. Prince uh, thought that it's better for him to cut the rest of the toe off. Mm. You know? So that's what he did. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So though is healing right now, and you know, but slow because I have some other, you know, problems like um, diabetic and things like that. Mm -hmm. So, so the doctors here are getting you all fixed up and yeah. uh, helping out with some medicine. medicine. And I know you said they're trying to make you change your diet and <laughs> all kinds of stuff. So, But our prayer is that okay. you'd be able to have full healing. I know you're eager to get back to Pompeii and your church there, and I know they miss you and ready for you to come home. Yeah. But we've been, honestly, we've been very thrilled to have you here with us. It's just such a blessing. A lot of the time, you know, early on you were sick and in the hospital, but... More recently, now that you've been home, you've been able to be with us at church. And every time you are here, you are a blessing to our Harvest family. So we're thankful for that. Let me back up a little bit. We'd love to hear some of your story. I know many people at Harvest, uh, of course, know you and have known of you. We know your kids, your your boys have uh, been here at the at Harvest Baptist Bible College and love your family. Um, but there'll be others that that are newer to Harvest or maybe just listen on the radio. Um, tell us a little bit about growing up. You you, uh, you both grew up on Pompeii, actually in in Pinglap Island, right? Uh, right? Okay, tell us tell us about what it was like growing up in Pinglap. Well, I can tell you my part. You know, okay. I was born on Pinglap, uh, nineteen fifty seven, July nineteen fifty seven. So I spent. Most of my time on Bonape, you know, we left Pingalap when I was very young. So we came to Bonape, and then uh, I attended uh, Pixie High School. I graduated from there, and in June of 19, 1986, 76, I. I received the Lord Jesus Christ as my Lord and Savior. Yeah. How old were you at that time? At that time, I was 19 years old. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So after I got saved, the Lord was really 
speaking to my heart about going to school, you know. Can you tell me how you how did you hear about Jesus? What what happened? Okay. Uh, there was a group that you know come to the school every Thursday from Calvary, mm. the Pastor Wallace Church. So yeah. They came and they you know they do Bible study at the school, so they invited me to go there and listen. So that's how I you know come to know the Lord. Jesus Christ, I was sitting, I was invited one night, so I was sitting in the back and I was listening to this uh, tall, bold man, <laughs> you know, and he was really, he was really on it, he was really preaching very, I'm, I mean, he was preaching the gospel, you know, <laughs> he was telling, you know, us that, you know, there is no way for you to go to heaven without Christ. <laughs> Christ is the only way, the truth, and the life. So, so that really, uh, I've never heard about the gospel before that. Mm-hmm. You know, I went to church and I attend, you know, services at the other church, but um, nobody ever, you know, told me about, you know, Christ being your savior. Yeah. Yeah. You know, they taught us to be nice and be good, but. No one ever told me about receiving Christ as my Savior. Mm. So that's what happened that night. I I was so convicted of my sins. And when he gave the invitation, I went forward. And I asked the Lord to, you know, save me. I told the Lord that I, I know I'm a sinner and I cannot save myself. And I need you, and I need your forgiveness. So that's what happened that night. Yeah. And that started a whole new path yeah, for you. Yeah, a whole new path. Whole path of there, your direction. Yeah. yeah. So I started going to church, you know, with the other boys, and I began to grow the Lord. And then the Lord was telling me that, you know. It's better that you go to school and, you know, get more Bible training. Mm-hmm. So I surrendered my life in, you know, before I went to school in the States. Mm. The Lord has been good. He's been leading us, you know. We see him in many, many ways. Yeah. yeah, yeah, it's fantastic. I, I, I want to pick up that story uh, at that spot here in just a minute. But uh, Mrs. Pata, could I ask you the same? You're the same, right? You you were born on Pingalap. Yeah. Did you grow up there, or you moved to Pompeii? Or I grew up and stay on Pingalap until I went to uh, high school, public high school on Pompeii. Okay. And um, uh, on Pingalap is really a, a Religious, mm. the folks there are religious. How many uh, how many people were living on Pinglap when you were young? Oh, maybe a thousand. Okay, a thousand people. Yeah, or a little bit more than one thousand. Okay, and very religious. Very religious. I mean, on um, Sundays, you cannot uh, even cook. Mm. Um, we will cook our food on Saturday, mm-hmm. and on 
uh, Sunday, you're not uh, allowed to go, uh, like, go around the island, you know, just having pleasure or mm-hmm. pleasure or entertainment. Um, and um, I was taught that, you know, when I was 12 years old, my dad told me, uh, you can become a Christian. Hmm. So uh, my cousin and others my age, we, during a service on Sunday, uh, they asked us to go forward. So we went forward. And then he baptized us. Hmm. Uh, sprinkle. Yeah. And so uh, they told us, now you're, you're a, a Christian. Hmm. But I didn't feel anything. I mean, I, I don't have any peace or anything. Hmm. So uh, every time I would uh, see a fire or something, I would be scared. <laughs> and uh, like, you know, they said, the hell. And you have to, they said, you're a Christian, but you need to do good. Oh, yeah. You need to do good to uh, be able to go to heaven. Hmm. So I was trying to be good, but... <laughs> That's a very pressured way to live, <laughs> feeling like if I, yeah. don't, if I don't do good enough, enough yeah. you know, then I won't be able to make it. So I went to Pix and uh, I live in dorm, in the dorms. So... The missionary um, worldwide under worldwide uh, Baptist New Testament uh, mm-hmm. worldwide New Testament Baptist mission. He went and have a Bible study uh, every Tuesday and Thursday evening at uh, uh, you know Mrs. John. At that time, she was saved, mm. and she uh, let him. Uses use her classroom. Oh wow! And that's where we meet. So she was a teacher in the public school. Yeah, she oh, was I, a teacher. I didn't know that story. Huh? Yeah, public school. This is Virginia John, Mrs. John who's been yeah. in Pompeii for many years in now. Many years. Okay. So I went, and then um, I don't remember. It was in April, May, March, April, spring of 1974. So, on the third time I went, um, that's, he was uh, preaching on um, John 3.16. Hmm. Yeah. So, um, I realized that I was a sinner, but God loved me. Amen. So, I remember praying and asking the Lord to save me, mm. uh, forgive my sins. And uh, when he gave an invitation at the end of the, uh, kind of like the service or something. Yeah. It's a Bible study. And then uh, that night, um, first time I felt s- such peace and uh, joy of having my sins forgiven. Mm. I was just lying there singing. 
And that's what I remember at that time. It's really powerful, Mrs. Yeah. Paddock. I, I can't help but think as you're telling that story of 50 years, you know, almost 50 years ago, yeah. that as you tell it right now, it brings, I mean, you're, you feel it so much, it yeah. brings tears to your eyes and joy to your soul. I can read it in every word <laughs> that you say. That's, that's very powerful. Thank you for sharing that. Praise the Lord. Yeah, amen. Pastor Sonny, how did uh, you and Mrs. Paddock meet then? Did you know each other at that time, or was it later? Well, we, we knew each other when we were kids. Okay. <laughs> yeah, because we were born on the same island. Yeah. But uh, uh, we start, you know, like getting to know each other by, uh, you know, after we were saved. Okay. Yeah. We start, when we were in college, we start writing to each other. And, uh, yeah, talking about what God is doing in our lives. And, uh, hmm. You know, so, you know, I was looking for a good mate. Hmm. And I, and I also thought that she was looking for another good mate. So we were talking, writing each other. <laughs> And when we were in school, I was in Oregon, and she was in South Carolina. Mm-hmm. You know, and so we, after we graduated, he came. She came home in and ninety-seven, seventy-nine, seventy-nine, seventy-nine. So I came on, came on home in nineteen eighty. Okay. So we were not strangers. Yeah. We know each other, so we. Went to the same church, and you know we part of that church. We were working in that church, Pastor Wallace's church, and then you know something happened. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's it's clear that God puts you guys together, <laughs> and uh, yeah, He really made you a team and partners together. Yeah. And you've been serving together faithfully, yeah, uh, yeah, all these years, Miss Paddock. You have how many children? Oh, we have five children. Okay, and where are your kids now? Uh, one year, the oldest one, Sunny Junior. Yeah, he has, you know, him, him and his wife. They yeah. have four precious <laughs> yeah. grandkids, and then two are in uh, South Carolina. The youngest, Roland, and his wife, and. Mm-hmm. And our youngest daughter, Sancha. And on Pun Bay, we have uh, two also. Okay. Our oldest daughter and the middle brother. Okay. And uh, <laughs> Pastor Paddock, you've, um, you've been s- serving at the same time uh, a job in Pompeii with the government or with the, the college? I, I don't remember yeah, which yeah, one. With the college, yeah. Okay. How yeah. long have you? Well, I... Started in 1992. Okay, and just recently retired from there. Retired from there, yeah. Yeah, in the accounting department, is that right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so a lot of years there serving the island and the young people of the island there as well. Yeah, tell me how's Pompeii doing? How's the island doing? I recovered from COVID. Has that impacted things still? 
Well, people are not worried about COVID not uh, not right now because it's it's gone. You yeah. Know? yeah, yeah. You know, our challenge right now is to spread the gospel. You know, because you know, some people don't really care about the gospel. You know, I don't know why, but. Some people just don't care when you go and tell them about the gospel. They they try to ignore you, mm. you know. And that's one of our challenges. Yeah. But we have to stick with uh, with that. We know that the, uh, our challenges is to preach the gospel. And to you know, build the church and divide the believers, you know, regardless of what you know the people are saying. Yeah. Yeah, saying to us. Well, that's our prayers that yeah. you be faithful and fruitful. That um, that God would uh, open up people's hearts uh, yeah. in Pompeii, and they would respond to the gospel. And yeah. Yeah respond to him we're praying you know we're praying for you for sure you've also been involved for a few a number of years now with a with the pinglapi's bible translation, translation. and uh, tell us about that yeah okay right we we started with the translation i was the vice chairman of that committee mm -hmm. so like every year or two years we change membership yeah but i'm still part of the committee we have translated the entire Bible, mm. yeah. And we're in stage one and two review, reviewing all them. Because the project requires six stages, you know. First we translate the entire Bible and then we go into review, review the language, you know, with the people and then, uh, you know, uh, make sure you know where where the Pinglapis uh, we're using the Pinglapis language grammar uh, mm -hmm. yeah was and there a was there a Pinglapis translation before or there's none this none. would be the first that's one that's fantastic yeah, yeah this first one so yeah yeah uh, um, uh, is there any estimate on the com completion date and when that will be ready uh, it's very hard to estimate, yeah, because yeah. you know they estimate the other Bibles, like Chuki's Bible, took them up about thirty years. Yeah, that's very normal. Yeah, thirty years. So we're expecting that, you know, it will take us that long. How many years are you into it now? Uh, we've been doing it for what, for close to ten years. Okay. Yeah. yeah, well, I know it's a yeah. it's a very important project uh, yeah. project, and of course, I have some background in my my burden for Bible translation. Yeah. I'm excited that yeah. you're part of it, and we'll look forward to when that yeah. is completed, and we'd have the Bible in the heart language of the yeah. Pinglapis yeah. people. I have it in my cell phone. The complete the first stage, the complete yeah. Bible. So we're reviewing, trying to make sure the grammar is correct. 
the language, you know, the spellings are, you know, yeah. correct. Well, that's fantastic. Thank you yeah. for being willing to. I know it. I know how much how much work is involved with that. Yeah. So thank you for yeah. that. Well, we want to let you know that we've been praying for you. Of course, I, I think you know that, and praying for your health and for both of you together. Praying that your church would remain strong and healthy while you're away and that God would continue to bless your ministry. We genuinely are so thankful for the partnership that we have together uh, with the Harvest family and the Capitol Hill Baptist Church family and praying that God would bless you in the years to come. Thank you very much. Thank you very much now. For praying for us also. Yeah, amen. Thank you very much for your prayers and your support. You made things very easy for us. We believe in prayers, you know. Amen. So we know God has been using you, your church, and your people. We're thankful for that. Yeah. Well, and thank you for listening to Harvest Time today. Of course, at this point in the program, we always want to just invite you again to services at Harvest Baptist Church. Two services every Sunday, 8.45 a.m., 10:45 a.m. There's Japanese and Korean translation available during the 10:45 a.m. service. We also live stream that service at hbcguam.org, hbcguam.org. We hope to see you this Sunday. Thanks again for listening to Harvest Time.